Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now, let's join the service already in progress. Happy Sunday to you, church. We are so glad that you're here today. To everyone watching online, thanks so much for being a part of our service today. My name is Pastor Justin, and this is Pastor Amanda. We serve as some of your associate pastors. And it is a huge day here at City of Life. Welcome to Heart for the House Sunday. Make some noise. If you're somewhat new to City of Life, this is a day where we take a moment and reflect back on it the last year, and we celebrate everything that God has done in and through our church. So if you're here in the building, you should have received a Heart for the House booklet upon entry. And if you missed it, our host can certainly help you out. So just let us know if you missed it or you weren't able to get one. And if you're watching online or maybe you're not a paper person like me, you can get a digital version of this book by visiting col.tv slash heart. So all of our online family, if you open a separate tab right now and go to col.tv slash heart, you can follow along with us as well. But this book details the story of this year for our church. And we hope you spend some time really looking at it cover to cover because you are a part of this story. We place a high value here at City of Life on celebration, and today is a day to celebrate some wins. So as you hear some of the things that we're sharing with you, we encourage you to respond. It's a great time to say amen, to say hallelujah, to clap, to make some noise, because it is a celebration kind of day. At the end of 2021, our senior pastors got the vision from God in their hearts that this year would be a year like none other. We felt him saying that we were stepping into a season so full that it would not compare to any previous year prior. And that when we all looked back on 2022, we would say, man, those were the good old days. And that's where the vision for 2022 came from, living in the future good old days. Someday we wanted to look back and say, remember what God did in 2022. So this year, we've set out to live a story that we could someday proudly tell the generations to come. A story of open hands and open hearts. A story of kingdom-minded people with strong courage and bold faith, reaching out to our home, our backyard, and our world. And today, it is our privilege to get to tell that story. So when we talk about our heart for the house, we focus on the ways in which we've seen God move here in our home, our backyard and our world. So we're gonna start right here at home, looking at what has happened within the context of our church. Over the last 12 months, we are so excited to announce to you that at City of Life, we have seen 1,631 salvations in our service. That's 1,631 people who said yes to Jesus this year. Come on, church, that's what it's all about. In addition, if you see some of these other important stats that relate to the discipleship, we've seen an additional 161 salvations online. Online family, we love you. 111 baptisms, 112 growth track graduates. That's people planting in the local church. 82 new families connected to city kids and 31 babies dedicated to God. That is a healthy and thriving and growing church. In our student ministries, we truly saw beautiful growth and revival this year. In City Kids this summer, we held our annual kids conference called Power Up. Not only did 136 children attend, but 70 made a decision for Christ that day. And on the spot, 28 children decided to be baptized. It was beautiful. For Icon Youth and Young Adults, we held Soul Fire for the first time, our youth camp in a couple years, and I see you, Icon, I see you. 
It's a camp where it is uniquely an opportunity to meet God face to face and have the clarity to hear him away from all the digital connection in our world. Students, I know it changed my life when I was your age and I'm so glad you guys got to be a part of that. But here's what's beautiful about you, our church family as a whole. The generosity of City of Lifers provided $6,198 in scholarships that enabled many students to attend who otherwise would not have been able to. And the attendance in our youth ministry went from a steady 30 students to now over 100 students week in and week out. Yeah. And on a personal note, it's beautiful to see Icon, how you've integrated and serving all throughout the church. We love you guys. I love you guys. (laughs) Our City of Life School of Ministry is in its sixth year this year. Come on. For students pursuing their education and learning what is it like to be a healthy part of church culture. So we're preparing young men and women for service and leadership within the local church. And we're so grateful to have six interns this year. We're grateful. Truly. We also saw some incredible improvements here through our Heart for the House giving in 2021. Last year, we had some much needed technological upgrades that improved the quality of our production, not only for services, but also for Blink and future productions as well. You can see a full list of everything we were able to do in the booklet, but some of our biggest highlights are that we added a brand new editing suite in preparation for Blink filming so that our team could do the incredible labor of love of editing that incredible show. We also were able to upgrade the David Hall projector so that our city kids can have a better AV experience and get a fully upgraded service. And also, in 2022, we purchased and installed our long-awaited and much-needed sound system. Our sound system, come on, it's a big deal. It was designed and built in Hungary by a prestigious company called ES Audio and has 34 speakers. We also purchased a new state-of-the-art mixer, and we have cast the vision for this sound system at Heart for the House for several years, and this was the year we were able to do it, and I think that's a victory. Church, thank you for making it possible. I say that as a fellow church member, as a pastor, but also someone that directed the live portion of Blink. It made such a difference having sound that we could rely on and count on. So thank you for being a part of this miracle. Pastor Jeff is going to talk a little more about our sound system later in service, but we are truly so excited to have seen that victory. We were also to make several improvements around campus to better serve you through our facilities. And your giving enabled us to purchase a new welcome center to welcome first-time guests so they can have a cheerful greeting when they come on campus. We were able to improve our parking lot and we were able to start the first phase of a multi-phase project to update the church lobby. You might have noticed a few things going on in there and that's just phase one. We're so grateful for your generosity to welcome those home and from our community. Let's move on to our backyard beyond just the context of what's happening here in our services. Here in our backyard, reaching those who are right around us, City of Life is making an incredible difference in the community. One of the most significant ways that maybe might be overlooked but is something so massive Day in and day out on this campus, we are reaching families and students in our community. We have a K-3 through 12th grade Christian school called City of Life Christian Academy, and every day almost 450 students fill this campus. We have the opportunity to shape them 
for their God-given destinies, and it's something we take so seriously. So this year, we had the opportunity to purchase new technology to help accelerate learning, including 28 interactive BenQ displays for each classroom. We were also able to equip teachers with new computers and a teacher's lounge for them for those much-needed breaks. But we are really, really excited to see the quality of the technology in our classrooms going up. And along with that, we were also able to add a new playground for our five to 12-year-olds. So now our kids have a beautiful, safe, and upgraded place to play that is resistant to the elements, and it's gonna be there for a long time to come. I know our son is so excited about that, so thank you so much for making that possible. In our backyard, we also serve through the ministry PRISM that I mentioned earlier, which as a reminder stands for Promoting Restoration in Single Mothers. And we do this several times throughout the year to reach our backyard. It's not just limited to single mothers in our church, it's open to single mothers in our community. And we believe that God expresses himself as father, as we read in the word. And so for those homes who don't have a father, don't have that physical, spiritual, and financial covering in their home, we as a church get to partner with those mothers to help serve in that way, to provide spiritual covering, physical and financial relief and support, and to make the hope of Jesus known in their children's lives through offering love and prayers and practical support as well. Each year, we are a blessing to single moms, and we hear so many testimonies from these mothers of how your generosity truly makes a difference in their families. This year, we were able to, in the past 12 months, provide 261 children with backpacks. Yeah. That's amazing. Last Thanksgiving, we provided 150 Thanksgiving baskets, and we're aiming to do that again this, wow. this month. And last Christmas, we were able to give 441 children gifts, representing 187 families. It is never an easy time financially to be a single mother, but especially with all that's going on in the economy right now, we are grateful for your continued generosity. Truly, that's a miracle. Like, people talk about inflation, but generosity is more powerful than inflation. We're able to still see God's goodness in people's lives. That just fires me up, man. I'm so excited for the fact that we can bring hope in the area of finances, which can feel so hopeless, but God is able to work even there. You know that God is the God of resource, and as his people, we are not afraid of lack. We realize the Lord is our shepherd we shall not want, and so what a privilege it is to be an extension of that. Also, along with our outreach to single moms, we hosted I Love My City here in Kissimmee in June. It was an amazing day. It was beautiful. We went into our community in mass to show the love of Jesus in a tangible way. And there's a long list in your booklet of all the projects that we as a community, as a church family did. And we want you to go over that so that you can be informed. But I wanna highlight one in particular. 140 volunteers spread out over 11 projects to reach our backyard. And one of the most impactful that we heard a lot of feedback from was creating over 800 care packages for those who work in the ER at Osceola Regional Hospital. We're so proud of our church and the way that we love on our community in such a practical way. And also after Hurricane Ian swept across Florida, it was wild how some parts weren't affected at all and others were devastated. And as a church, we were able to partner with our community, with our county's emergency operations center to assist with relief work with those areas that face severe flooding. So once again, I I'm proud to be part of this church and I hope yes, you are too. Sure. 
finally this year we had the opportunity to extend to our world not just here at home or our backyard but reach far to show the goodness of god as we're preparing to expand into puerto rico this summer we held an i love my city event in the city of guaynabo where 23 volunteers blessed 600 people with 2300 liters of gas I don't know the conversion from liters to gallons, but I know that's a lot, and I know it was a special day. We're really, really grateful for the opportunity to reach somewhere where God has called us and to see lives impacted in that way. Also, we were able to minister through sending Dr. Janice Smith to Ukraine, or just to minister to Ukrainian refugees in a very real and hands-on way. She went as an ambassador of City of Life to a home in Germany where dozens of refugees were being hosted. And not only did we provide them with tangible blessings like gift cards and personal items, but she also was ministering to them by providing play therapy for the children, counseling, ministry, and worship to them. It was an honor to be able to extend the love of Jesus by sending Dr. Janice, and we are grateful not only for her willingness, but your generosity in helping make that happen. Our global partnership with Compassion International has continued, and Compassion's mission is simply this, to break children out of poverty in the name of Jesus. They partner with local churches so that they can provide children all across the globe, not only with the practical things of food and medication and education, but also with the hope of Jesus. And so as a church, we're honored to partner with them. Since 2017, City of Life has sponsored 636 children. Those are individual sponsorships, which amounts to $1.74 million million. in sponsorships. Come on. We are releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name through our consistency, through our support, through our prayers. And just this year alone, we gave over 59 families goats for milk and income and chickens for eggs and income. And we donated 160 water filtration systems to provide families and communities with access to clean water across the globe. We're making the hope of Jesus known, living out the vision. We have done this for quite some time, getting to share some of these stats. It feels great to start saying the word million. That's the kind of thing where we see God's goodness. We're grateful for, for hundreds and for thousands, but when we stand up here and start saying millions, that's evidence of a miracle, because Osceola County should not be a place where we see generosity in the millions. But God has blessed us, and our situation does not dictate our ability to be an impact. Yes. God will supply our needs according to his riches and glory. Yes. So yeah, 1.74 million coming out of City of Life. That's a testament to God's goodness. Sorry, I get fired up, I get fired up. Finally, you may have noticed we skipped one page in your book, but we did it intentionally because it encompasses our home, our backyard, our world. Everything we could do is exemplified in Blink, and it is an outreach that we are so grateful that God has used our church for. On Vision Sunday, at the beginning of the year, Pastor Jeff announced that we'd be doing Blink this fall. And this was a courageous statement because at the time it seemed as if our church was still regaining the strength after the effects of the pandemic, still rebuilding after a very difficult few years. But he made a prophetic declaration that I want to read back to you because sometimes when you look back at what God has said, you realize exactly what it meant. But this is what Pastor Jeff said on Vision Sunday. He said, our church, he said, our 
our churches are going to be filled with people who have never known God before. And it's going to be revival. It's not going to be something recycled. It's going to be made up of people who come to Jesus for the first time. And I believe that's why God wants us living in the future good old days, because we're going to witness the testimonies of his faithfulness. And we saw this prophetic word come to pass over seven shows put on by 270 volunteers and staff with 6,560 total attendees filling the room night after night. And when it was all said and done, we had 285 baptisms and 2,892 salvations at Blink, Dark, and Light. Come on. Church, if you can't stand up and clap for that, what are you going to stand up for? 2,000 people said yes to Jesus. That's victory. That's victory. We're not taking a back seat. We're taking ground. So Blink Dark and Light was amazing. You can take your seats because we want to take a quick look back at exactly what happened in Blink Dark and Light. Somebody give Jesus a praise this Sunday morning. Heart for the house. Let's go. Come on. Amen. I'm so fired up and excited about being a part of a local church that is pouring into people, raising people up, seeing the kind of impact that we are making. Pastor Justin said it right. Osceola County is a place that for years people laughed when I would tell them where I was from. I would say I'm from St. Cloud. They just kind of laugh. You know, oh, you went to St. Cloud, started a church. Isn't it interesting that the world has kind of come to us? I heard recently that St. Cloud is one of the fastest growing cities in America right now. God is, his hand is on our lives right now. He's moving in our world. He's using us to make an impact on a global level. And I'm just grateful uh, for you, grateful to be a part of something so beautiful. But today, before I get into my kind of encouraging word for the day on Heart for the House, uh, this past year, the, the ES Audio LTD a company that installed our sound. Last year's Heart for the House was kind of helping us get to another level 
for our sound system because we knew we were gonna be moving into blink season. I think you just got a pretty good demo right there of, of kind of the feeling of that low rumble, but this is a, 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 one, of the, one of the most sophisticated sound systems that's out there uh, for a church. I just absolutely am so thrilled about it. And I wanna say that it's really good to celebrate what God has already done. We see through prior Heart for the Houses, if you remember the year before uh, during the pandemic, one of our Heart for the House uh, goals was to upgrade our streaming services to get our cameras in, uh, in a, a place where we could have streaming and reach people all over the place. We were able to accomplish that. Uh, when you think about the prior years, the, our, our goal was to get LED screens where we could kind of expand the way we do uh, performance uh, through, through productions. And, and I just got back from uh, New York City with my family yesterday. We were there for three or four days and we went to a couple of Broadway shows. And I'm just gonna tell you straight up, uh, our church is doing it on a high level. We're, do, we're doing it at a great level. I mean, I don't think that anybody's got anything on what we're doing. I really am grateful that you guys have made that possible. So I wanna show you just a real quick, quick clip uh, in case you haven't seen it so you can kind of experience the sound, uh, the LED, a quick clip of a, of a movie that's gonna be debuting all over the world uh, this Easter. Getting hot, real hot. You got a gift, son. It's in your blood. So my dad always told me that nothing can distance you from God's love. And boy, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> not strong enough every day preacher boy he's trying to start over you know i don't think they allow my good friend jack daniels in church you're beautiful inside and out i've never met someone like you and I lost a chance to love someone as special as you. A year ago, I was high on cocaine. I know we don't talk about this kind of stuff in church, but I don't know why. I was tired. I was cold. I've been watching you since your so-called conversion. Rock and roll. It's an infection. And you're going to try and tell me you've never made one mistake. Not a one! You're finished. Our life was stolen from us. Look, I'm fighting for our dream. At the bottom of a well, I can see the light. I just can't reach it. You're my best friend. I don't need you. I got lost somewhere along the way, but you kept loving me. Never give up on the dream that God has given you.
Amen. Well, it's, it's fun to celebrate the faithfulness of what God has done. I am, today's not about Southern Gospel, but I'm excited to say that we did finally sign our distribution deal. It's gonna be a national uh, streaming thing this Easter, and I'm really fired up for, really excited for people to get an opportunity to, uh, to check it out. But I wanted to challenge you today on Heart for the House that today is a day that is about living in faith. And you will meet people all the time that say they don't live by faith. I just mentioned that I just got back from New York City. And there's a lot of people in the city that kind of do their own thing. They don't listen to what God has to say. They don't want to integrate the Bible into their life. They don't want to integrate spiritual things or believe or even say or admit that there's objective truth in this world. And they say they don't live by faith. They say they live by the things that they can see. I just like to use a quick example. Once you get in New York, you realize that traffic lights are just kind of optional, right? Isn't that sort of true? Like, they really don't mean that much. You ever notice that if you're in New York City? Uh, like, at first, when you get there, you're waiting for the little, you know, white thing to say pass. You're like, oh, wait, it's on. And, and eventually, no one cares. It's just about not dying. You know, it's like you run as fast as you can across the street. And I think that what's interesting is that if you're walking and you see a group of people that's crossing, there's some element to you as a New Yorker or someone that has been there for a while that you kind of get in the crowd and you just walk. You don't look and see if there's a truck that's barreling at you at 50 miles an hour. You're kind of, aren't you sort of trusting the fact that that's a group of people there? Someone made a decision. Someone must have looked or else they all wouldn't be walking. And even when you have a sign that tells you that it's safe for you to walk, if you trust that sign and you don't look, you don't know that there's not someone that's coming really fast at you. So we do live by an element of faith every single day. But Christians are really held to a different standard of faith. It's not just the simple kind of faith. So I'm, I use that illustration just to say that we all do live by faith, but as Christians, it's important for us as we're in the middle of this church uh, conversation and what we're supposed to be doing as a local church and how we can raise people up and how we can build a culture that's, that's, that's built around faith. Uh, it's it's important for us to remember that we are called to a different kind of faith, not just that simple day-to-day -day faith. But 1 Timothy 3, 14 and 15 says, although I hope to come to you soon, I'm writing these instructions so that if I am delayed, you will know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the foundation of truth. So I think the fact that, that Paul is even writing this tells us that there is a faith life there is a way that we live. There's a way that we act. There's a way that we talk. There is a culture that is supposed to come out of church. And it looks different than the world's culture looks. There's a way that we give. When you hear Pastor uh, Anthony that's up here talking, <laughs> it was fantastic, his message on, on generosity and the way that, you know, you don't just give a, a, a particular, like a Tesla, and then hope you get back seven Bentley. That's his, that was, that was really funny, by the way. Uh, the way he's talking to us, teaching us about kingdom culture. Our culture is different. We think different. And I want to have a church, and it's been my dream to continue perpetuating what my parents sowed into this small little town that didn't even have a Walmart when we got here. Uh, to continue sowing. I never go to the real Walmart. I only go to like the neighborhood Walmart, by the way. That's, that's, that's the secret right there. You go to the little one where no one's there. But it's to continue perpetuating and building a culture of 
faith. Look at someone next to you and say, I want to be a part of a culture of faith. Tell them, say, I want to be a part of a culture of faith. I want to live in that atmosphere of faith. I want to see heaven invade earth. I want to be a part of kingdom in everything that I do. I want to forge an atmosphere of faith. I think it's really important when you're forging an atmosphere of faith for you to be vocal. I think that faith says hallelujah. I think faith says amen. Come on, I, I mean, maybe you say hallelujah. You know, I don't know, or maybe you say gloria a Dios, or whatever you say today. Break it off right now. Let's get some amen, some hallelujahs, some gloria a Dios. I think faith is vocal. See, and we are the architects of our culture. Let's remember that families, when it comes to your house, don't get mad at the way people act in your house if you are the architect of the spiritual culture of your home. Don't get mad because they're not doing what you wish they would do. Set the tone of what you do in your home and your family will follow. They will resonate to the tone that you are setting. Can I get an amen from someone that's here today? And in the same way, when we walk into our church, don't just say, oh, well, this church ain't lit. Make it lit. Make it lit with the, with, with the atmosphere that you bring into the room. Make everyone in your section uncomfortable because you're praising God so much. Make, make, it, make everyone that you know that is not generous, make them uncomfortable with how generous you are. Show them, set it, set the atmosphere. That's what we're trying to do in our county. We're trying to be a church that sets the atmosphere. It was really beautiful, this blink, to have so many pastors are kind of funny uh, in, in local communities. I, I, I reach out to a lot of people. I connect with a lot of people. I'm, I try to always be generous. I answer any questions anyone asks. I constantly ask questions myself. How do you do this? How do you do that? Sometimes pastors are just kind of funny. They just don't want to get to know you very well. But this particular blanket was so cool, uh, getting to meet dozens and dozens of pastors, local pastors that were so sweet, so kind, and they were just resonating. They said, Pastor, this builds my faith for my church. I'm believing that someday we can do something. I'm believing someday we can do something like this. And I said, you can do something like this. You keep your faith in the right place. You keep setting the vision. You keep setting the tone. And people are going to follow after what your voice is saying. So you keep moving forward. So I believe faith is vocal. I believe faith says hallelujah. Uh, can, come on. I believe faith says hallelujah. I believe faith worships boldly. I believe faith puts, your, puts its hands up in the air and praises God even when you don't, especially when you don't feel good, especially when you don't feel like it. That's the time to lift your hands even more, to lift your voice even louder. I believe faith worships boldly. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord today. I think faith presses in. I think faith presses in and gets a little closer and wants to be right near whatever is going on. I believe faith is always listening for a good word. I believe faith is always just scanning for a good word. And I believe faith connects. When it hears something positive or hears something uplifting, it latches onto that. And I, you know what else faith does? It rejects any negative thing that doesn't line up with the word of God. That's something else that faith does. But let me tell you, uh, one, one final thing that I want to say that I think faith does is I think faith gives extravagantly. I think faith is, is it, it, it unlocks something in you. And I think that the scripture 2 Corinthians 9, 6, where, where Paul says, remember, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Sowing and reaping, it, you say it's science, but it is faith. 
because you are putting something in the ground that you cannot see the result yet. You have to believe that the principle works. And, and even if you're hungry, it doesn't matter. If, if you know you're gonna be hungry later, you gotta sow the seed now in order to eat later. And if you get that principle spiritually, when you pour into people's lives, you're going to see a return on investment down the road. And I, I, you know, I met a lady on the plane last night. We were coming back. I'm sitting around my family, and there was a, a, a girl that was sitting next to me. And I'm, I got my family surrounding me. But anyways, the, the lady that was working on the plane came down and said, "Sir, would you move?" From, from where you are so that this person that's up in the front could sit with their friend. And I just wanna go, no, <laughs> because I'm sitting next to the people that I wanna sit next to. Uh, but then I thought, okay, well, let me, um, let me just go ahead and do that. I mean, I'll, I'll just tell these guys bye, I'll put my headphones on, it's like a two hour flight, I'll just probably fall asleep. So I said, sure, no problem. So I, I get up and I move and the person comes back and sits down and um, a little fiasco getting my, my uh, carry on up there and stuff like that. But anyways, when I finally sat down, the lady that was sitting next to me, this is so strange, she was from England, she starts crying. And she goes, that was so sweet. He was so stressed out and he was in tears that he wasn't gonna get sit, sit next to his daughter. It wasn't his friend, it was her, his daughter. And she's like, I think that something good is gonna happen to you. She said, I think something really, really good is gonna happen to you. And I think that when you even believe uh, in a general sense. I don't know if she was talking about God or just a principle that she has, but if you believe in the concept of sowing and reaping, this is not karma, this is kingdom. This is way better than karma. This is kingdom thinking. That when you're generous and you sow into God's soil, it comes down, pressed down, ooh, shaken together, running over. There is absolutely no way to contain it. So today, I want to build your faith on Heart for the House Day to say that this is a day for you to unleash faith. This day is not so much about the dollar amount that's raised. It's really not. God figures out a way to take care of us. There are goals and really significant things that we do. But this day is really more unleashing something in you. It's unleashing something in your family. It's unleashing something in your heart to let you not feel tied uh, to something that's in your pocket or in a bank account, but that God is the one that is the provider. He always takes care of us. Uh, he'll make sure that your, your heart is covered, your house is covered, your family is covered when you take care of his house. So before we get directly into it, we're gonna do something really special. I'm gonna ask Amy to come up and I'm gonna ask the Romans uh, to come up on stage real quick. This is uh, I, pastors, whoops, whoa, I, I let the cat out of the bag. Uh, they're not pastors. Uh, Ivan and Jenny Roman, they're not pastors. Um, but they might about to be pastors. Okay, uh, so, uh, I gotta hug these guys first. Uh-oh, the, the awkward uh, double couple hug when you're standing in parking lots and you're trying to hug everyone. It doesn't work all the time. Well, first of all, I wanna say that this, uh, this young family right here has just been so faithful and they've been around since they were kids, uh, actual kids. <laughs> and uh, to see them be a part of, of the house of God and to be faithful over every chapter of your life, to see you meet each other uh, as friends and as buddies and it turn into a big time, you know, more than buddy uh, situation uh, over the years and get, and get married and to see uh, now where you are in your life with Zion and Zara 
guys felt the call many years ago. I remember having a conversation with you. You said, we feel like that God has called us to go to Sydney and to go to Australia. And for a young married couple with very little money <laughs> uh, to, to figure out a way to go to Australia in faith because God had put on your heart that you wanted to do something for the kingdom. Both of you are have been so faithful. Australia was tough for you. It was really, really hard. Uh, it was hard financially. Uh, the stuff that you were doing there was challenging. It was really difficult, um, but you learned a ton. Uh, your faithfulness was exemplary. Everyone that ever spoke about you guys said that you guys had a heart for the kingdom, that you did everything with excellence. And we, we've had the honor of having you here uh, for a couple years now. You worked on our, you worked our South Orlando campus, uh, helping that campus, and it was so fantastic, everything you did. And uh, you lead your family well, Ivan. Uh, Jenny, you are so faithful with your family also. I love the way you treat people. You have a heart for the house in every possible way. Uh, you've been on our staff for almost past year, I think about a year ago that you came on staff. Uh, but the, the calling on your life uh, is, is undeniable. And uh, you don't just have a, an ordinary calling but you have a pastoral call, uh, both of you do on your life. And so it is today uh, with honor uh, that Pastor Amy and I, and we just don't hand this stuff out, you know, when it comes to ordaining people, it's not really what our uh, mission is, is to ordain a bunch of people. Uh, it just kind of happens based on uh, the faithfulness that we see and um, the, the, the calling that is on someone's life. And you have that calling. And so a pastor is someone that shepherds, leads and teaches an assembly uh, of people as a flock. Uh, the word pastor is from uh, the Latin noun, which means uh, shepherd. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that that is something that you do. That's something that I love. So we, we see you doing that already. It's not like you're waiting for someone to give you a title before you do it. So today, by ordaining you at City of Life, uh, we are commissioning you to join us and partner with us in leading this community. Uh, and I, I think that the, one of the next steps, we've talked about uh, Puerto Rico and, and you guys moving to Puerto Rico and that's still fully on the table, but until that happens and we're still securing our location, uh, you've already committed to do whatever needs to be done to help us continue uh, to grow the vision. So it is today uh, and Pastor Amy is gonna open this uh, anointing oil that I'd like to ask you to stretch your hands out toward uh, Ivan and Jenny and we're going to anoint them into pastoral capacity here at City of Life. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for Ivan and we thank you for Jenny. We thank you for the calling that is upon their life. We thank you for their family, Lord, that their family is set apart and holy. And God, as we lay hands on them with this oil, this oil represents the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the same way Samuel, Lord, anointed David and he anointed him as king and that anointing was an ordination, it was a commissioning, it was a christening into a different level of authority, a different level of responsibility. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit would just come alive in their heart. Let them see people differently. Lord, let them have a heartbeat for heaven. Lord, let them hear the whispers of the Holy Spirit to live and operate and work in wisdom and discernment and power and authority. Let that mantle come upon them 
Lord, in Jesus' name, to, to confirm what is already in their life and even a completely different level of success, Lord, of opportunity, of open doors in their life. Lord, the ability to bring healing to people physically, emotionally, yes, spiritually, God, through yes. the inside and through their heart that is already for heaven. Lord, we pray for Zion and Zara right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that their entire family, this mantle would cover yes, them and bless them. Yes. Lord, through the challenging times when things push back against them and try to make them feel like the call is not real. Yeah. We pray this moment, Thank Lord, you. that this anointing that is on them right now, that they would yes. be reminded it is a high calling and everyone in this room confirms, Lord, that this yes, call God. is on their life. And as yes. their leaders, we confirm Thank that you. it is on their life. And we pray for a special blessing on them today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The fire that began many, many years ago flickered for the longest time. But many years from now, it will be an inferno that will bring purification for the kingdom. It's a family anointing. It's a family fire. It'll burn on you and it'll burn on your children. All for the glory of the kingdom. Let that fire continue to grow. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pastors Ivan and Jenny Roman. to talk but I'm just you know um like Pastor Jeff said we've both been here since we were young kids she's been here longer you know I joke about how she was born under one of these pews um I remember coming here when I was 17 years old didn't know God didn't know what I wanted to do in my life and you know I remember giving my life to Jesus in David Hall when Pastor Dave was the pastor and uh just being so confused in my life you know, I had no motivation, I had no drive, I didn't know what I wanted to be. And I remember looking at Pastor Dave and seeing his life and I could relate to him. You know, we liked the same things. He seemed like a really cool guy. And uh, I don't know if you remember this, but at his, you know, when he passed at his funeral, I was 17 years old and um, we were looking, you know, at the casket and, and, and uh, um, you said, I said, um, it's amazing what he did left such an amazing legacy and you looked at me you said well now it's our turn to continue that legacy and that always stuck with me I don't know if you remember that that was you know many many years ago yeah. and ever since then I just had this desire to be just a man of God that's all I cared about I didn't care about titles I didn't care about achieving certain things and I remember you know 
as newlyweds, I, I said, babe, I feel like we should go to Bible college, you know? And she was like, absolutely not. You know, we have to save money for a house. You know, we're, we're newlywed. I had a part-time job at the time. You know, there was no way, like you said, to, for it to, to be possible. But God made a way. We did go. We, we got the, the, the education we wanted. We, we learned so much. And then coming back and just feeling just an honor. I just feel so honored to be here, to be a part of this house. You know, we have phenomenal leaders. You guys are so wise. Our pastors are some of the best pastors. They are the best pastors in the world. You know, I wouldn't trade them for anybody. The way they pour into our family, the way they love it, you guys, you know, the way they, they're just so creative and they're just so wise. They're wise people. They do things led by the Holy Spirit. And I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm not here trying to follow the preachiest pastor, the funniest pastor, the one that has the most likes. I don't care about any of that. They're concerned about the Holy Spirit doing what he wants and, and, and looking out for your people. You know, we are pastors, yes, but we're shepherds. Yes. When you look at shepherds, we look out for the flock. In a sense, you guys are a flock. We look out for you guys. But also as pastors, you know, if we see someone getting out of line, yeah. we've got to bring correction at That's times. That's right. That's right. And it's not easy, but in the same way as a parent, yeah. uh, you know, you parent a child, hey, don't do that. Be careful. You guide them. You lead them. And they may make, they, you know, they're going to make mistakes, but it's done in a loving way. We're going to make sure that everything's going to be okay for you guys. So, yeah, we're, we're here to, to continue being a part, you know, being on staff with all the pastors here. And I think about Pastor Justin. When I met him many years ago, he was an inspiration to me. And the way he's led his family has inspired me to live my, you know, my life. So thank you to everyone. Thank you, guys. We love you guys so much. Our heart is for this house. We love COL. And uh, we're just thankful and honored to be, you know, pastors and just be here and just love on you guys and do life together and excited for what the year has to hold for us coming up. Um, honestly, it's just, it's really humbling because growing up here, you know, it's, I feel like it's so cliche, but it's like, you guys have been like the, the picture for me, like Pastor Janice, Pastor Gary, you. And so it's always been like, that's what I wanna do. Like, that's what I love seeing every week I'm here. Like, I went to school here, I went to church here. I felt like I lived here. I could sleep in the back. Like, I probably had clothes somewhere. I don't know, like, I was just always here. And so I just knew growing up, like, that's just what I want to do. I just want to live at church. I want to yeah. breathe and yeah. sleep and do yeah. church. Yeah. And so that's just always been a heart of mine and just loving on people and just being hospitable to people yeah. and just being truly the hands and feet of Jesus is genuinely all that I've ever wanted. And so it's just so humbling to, you know, it, title doesn't matter. We were doing it anyways, but yes. it's just humbling to have that, that honor. You guys love these guys or what? Come on, give them a huge hand. Love y'all. Appreciate you. Amen. Wow, that is phenomenal. That got me excited right there. Well, hey, this year uh, at City of Life, uh, we are believing for a couple of things. I want to do a little vision casting here for you. Uh, I feel like this room and this place has become a place that is, a, is like our living room. You know, it's, it's a place that has become uh, not, not only a place that we receive on Sunday mornings, but now in the community, this has become a hub for creativity, uh, a place where people come from all over the world to get inspired. And so we want to cast a vision this year uh, for 2022 and 23. I believe that a lot of it will happen today, but I believe that through the next year, I believe by this time next year at Heart for the House, we're casting a vision today 
to remove all the pews from our building and to go full theater seating in this entire room. I think it's a pretty amazing idea. This building has been here since 1995. It gives people an opportunity to have a little space. Look at someone next to you and say, I could use some of that right now. Uh, not only space, but um, it, it, it gives us the, the ability to make people more comfortable, uh, and put, make them more comfortable and put it in a setting that's a little more professional. I think that's something about Broadway, about movie theaters, people having their own space. It gives us the opportunity, ticketing-wise, for future events, uh, to know that people can go online and buy a specific spot for shows like Blink and future productions that we're doing. But I think it also just brings us into a more modern era with our church. And so I think that it's gonna be phenomenal to look at the difference uh, between five years ago when we had red carpet all over the place, red all over the walls, we didn't have any screens, nothing like that, to yeah. having a very modern building that even though it was built, by the way, my dad did an incredible job with yeah. this building in 1995. It's an amazing, amazing building. And I'm so grateful to have something like this, but you just wanna make sure that you're continuing to push it forward. Uh, so that is kind of the big dream for this year by next part for the house to get us in a situation where we've got theater seating all over the building. And the cost to do that is around $250,000. Uh, it's not a, a particularly cheap thing to do, uh, but that'll get us about a little over a thousand seats in this room where everyone can have their own seat. And it's, I, I think that's a very workable, doable thing for us to do in addition to our tithe and offering for Heart for the House to put the uh, idea out. And I'm just gonna say that it's gonna happen. We're going yeah. to do it. Last year when we tried to raise money for the sound system, that was a pretty big number because as I said, this sound system is comparable with things that you would see at Disney or in movie theaters. We're at that level now, and now we're gonna go to that next level here uh, in our room with theater seating. Pastor Amy's got something else we're excited about. And Pastor Amanda already mentioned that we have been in phase one of remodeling our, what we call the low foyer. There's the high foyer with the tall ceilings, and then the low foyer with the very low ceiling, which by the way, used to be a bookstore. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It used to be a bookstore, so that's why it has the lower ceiling. But we're, what we're wanting to do in this coming year, we're working with a designer, is we're wanting to raise that low foyer ceiling so that it feels a little more open, a little more modern. And we want to put a permanent coffee bar slash like pastry slash like yeah. maybe even uh, connecting with some local coffee shops and having some of their products in our lobby. I so can just say it. They already said that they we did. could. Vanessa's coffee shop yeah, said that so we could, I didn't oh, we could open yes, a place right exactly. here. So and that they would bring their baristas. They would bring some of their pastries so that it would encourage each person to come a little early have some seating in the foyer so that you can uh, build community. You can on purpose sit and connect with those in your church family. We don't really have a lot of space that we could be seating um, people in the foyer. So that will be something that we, uh, that encourages that community building, maybe even staying in between services. Um, and then also just beautifying the foyer in a more modern way, opening it up so that we can accommodate more people. If you were here for Blink, it's a tight space and we're wanting to just open it up a little bit more and um, just be able to have something excellent and taking us into the future of what we're wanting to do here at City of Life. So the cost of that is somewhere between 
100,000 and 150,000. Um, we're purchasing furniture. Um, also, it, I think it's important that you know that what we do in the lobby, have you guys ever seen the lobby that we do the um, pre-show for our live stream services? One great thing is that currently we have wires that are just like all over the floor. We'll be able to take all of our wiring and everything and be able to put it through um, the roof of the high foyer, build a catwalk. It's just gonna take us into a more modern era of what we're doing production-wise as well. So that's really exciting. And those are just the things we're believing for for this year. Also, just really quick, as I mentioned, we just got back from New York City. We were on Fifth Avenue and walked into St. Pat Patrick's Cathedral. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but it is just overwhelming how beautiful uh, churches traditionally have been. And we kind of don't really live in an era where we're putting gigantic stained glass everywhere and, and building these monuments and things like that. But our church, the way uh, we try to make church more accessible for people is creating atmospheres that make people comfortable, that they feel like they're home. So I feel like these are two things that stretch us a little bit above and beyond what we normally do. Great vision for the lobby, great vision for theater seeing. And who can look around and see it right now? Can you look around and see it? I can imagine it right now. I believe next year, somebody say in Jesus' name, we will have it by this time next year. Come on, put your hand on your heart. Say, because I have a heart for the house. Pastor Justin's gonna tell us how to do it. That's super exciting. I believe that we're gonna see that. And we're gonna take a moment here and prepare to give. But before we do, can I underscore everything that this is all about? Because if you're maybe newer to City of Life or you're not familiar with our heart, it isn't just to keep improving the circumstantial dynamic of what we do. Everything we do is to make the hope of Jesus known. Everything we do is to make the hope of Jesus known by building a large, multicultural, multi-generational church, transforming culture through creativity. All of this is to bring hope to unlikely people in an unlikely place. And before I take a step further in this service, these next five minutes are the most critical part of our service, so stay with us. But before I go any further, we don't wanna miss the chance today for you to know that hope. If you're here and you don't know Jesus, all of this, this 30 plus years of ministry, the families, the lives, the stories, everything you've heard, it all started with someone saying yes to Jesus. What could happen in your story and in your life if today was the day that you said yes to Jesus? So I'm gonna ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment. If you're here and perhaps there's a part of you that feels like an outsider looking in, there is an open door and his name is Jesus. If you feel like you're spectating something, Jesus invites you in to the family of God. And if you're here today or watching online and you say, Pastor Justin, I need Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. I've been doing things my own way and I, I want to turn away from that and come to know Jesus as my Lord. If that's you and you're here in the room, would you lift your hand? If you're watching online, type, I need Jesus in the chat. Yes, thank you. Hands are going up here. Yes, thank you. If there's any more, yeah, thank you so much. Online family, we see you there. Type, I need Jesus. So many hands are up today. Can everyone in the room and online repeat this with me? Say, Jesus, come into my heart and forgive me of my sin. From now on, I wanna live for you. Jesus first and Jesus always. Thank you for welcoming me into your family and planting me in your house. Forgive me of my sin. In your name I pray, 
Amen. Can we celebrate those who prayed this prayer today? What a powerful day to join the story of what God is doing. If you prayed that prayer, please visit col.tv slash connect. And if you're watching online, you can visit that place to let us know I've decided to follow Jesus. And after this service is completely over, we'd love to connect with you if it's your first time with us at our Welcome Center. But this part of our service is what it has all led up to today in our heart for the house. I wanna give you some steps for how you can participate in this day. If you're here with us in person, we gave you a card and an envelope on your way in. This is what the card looks like. You have the envelope that is there. Today we're preparing to give our heart for the house offering. Many families here in our church have been preparing weeks and weeks to give this gift. And maybe if you've just joined us today, ask God what he would have you to give. We're not trying to compel you to do anything beyond obeying what he's putting on your heart. So ask him and he'll talk to you about it. But for those of you families who've been preparing, this card and that envelope are some of the tools that you will use. There's three ways for you to give. Using the envelope we gave you, you can give by credit card, cash, or check. You can also scan the QR code that is on the screen if, or if you're giving online, you can visit the Heart for the House drop-down menu there at col.tv give, or you can use City of Life Smart Giving. There's a very specific way to give to Heart for the House. You text to our regular Smart Giving number the word HEART, and then a space, and then the dollar amount you'd like to give. So if you were giving $500, it would be heart, space, 500. If you're watching online, you can visit col.tv slash heart. Forgive me, I said the wrong URL earlier. URL earlier. It's col.tv slash heart to see all the ways that you can give. So there's like three or four ways you can do it. But regardless of how you give today, we want everyone to take this card as a family and use it as an opportunity to join in on what God is doing. So for this, this card will be a physical representation of your gift. In a moment, Pastor Jeff and Pastor Amy are gonna invite all of us to come down and give into these houses as a symbolic act. But we do realize if you're giving digitally, you might think, well, there's nothing for me to do down there. We actually do want you to bring this card filled out with a reflection of what you and your family have done. Now, for, this is tradition here at Heart for the House. We've done this a few times, but for those who give $500 or more, there will be an engraved brick placed in our Heart for the House pathway. It's a symbol of your generosity in helping on the mission to make the hope of Jesus known. So it's vital that if that is what you and your family are giving, that you print neatly on this card so that we can be in contact with you and make sure we have the name and spelling correct. So please print quite neatly on that card. So I understand you're all preparing, getting ready. I'm gonna invite you to stand. We're gonna worship for a few moments. Use this time to prepare your gifts. If you need to write, if you need to talk, if you need to pray, if you need to text to give, that's what this is for. We ask that no one leave for just a few moments. We're gonna sing and then our pastors are gonna pray over us. You can prepare your gift as we begin to sing this song that says, God, build your church. I believe that is going to be what he's doing. So prepare your gifts as we worship. You 
Father, we thank you right now. Do me a favor. Uh, everyone, really quick, lift your, lift your card up in the air uh, as we get ready to give. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name today, every person that gives would receive more than they can ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, these are kingdom gifts that we do in faith. Release your blessing and your favor online, people that are giving, uh, people that are giving online. Them understand the blessing that's in the house is there as well. This is a house thing, it's a kingdom thing, Father. But let this be supernatural. Let people receive miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. Now you can come forward and give today. Come on, come on, you give. Come on, let's keep worshiping. Build your church, build your church.
This concludes the teaching. If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.